0: Live from Vanadeel, Limit Break Radio, with your host, and Nero, Callow, Arget Lamb, and Sale. Welcome to the next level, LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio.
1: I, of course, am one of your hosts in Eero, and big wave from Odin. And as always, I'm Kahlo, laughing out loud for today. Har
2: har. And I'm Arjit Lam, grinding my way through those rank missions.
1: Uh, Sale is
0: not able to join us this week, unfortunately. He had some uh, other engagements, but he sends his love, and uh, he says he can't wait uh, to get on, and uh, hopefully his schedule will allow him to make one of the next episodes. But joining us this week from the Leviathan server, we've got TWC Blaze, but uh, we'll just call you Blaze. Blaze, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, it's good to be here.
0: So, uh, Blaze, since this is your first time on Limit Break Radio, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
3: Okay, well, I'm TWC Blaze from the Leviathan server. Um, I've been playing since about the uh, NA PS2 release. Uh, I only have Dragoon and Samurai at 75 though, and I'm working on taking up Thief. at 43 a couple hours ago.
1: Well, So, uh, let me get this straight. You started out with the lame job, moved to something a little bit better, but now you found the true path of, uh, of leatness. Yeah, something
3: like that you want, but dragoon
0: is a great job, man. <laughs> I'm, you know what, I, I'm, I'm gonna side with you, uh, uh, Blaze. I don't think that uh, dragoon is as LOL as everyone says it is. And uh, you know, Kosi and I joked about the uh, the dragoon dark knight rivalry uh, when we had her on. But you know what? To be honest, uh, I think that we are kindred spirits because we are uh, one of the few jobs in the game that really benefits from uh, using two handed weapons. And so uh, we, we we both suffer the
1: pain of a high-delay weapon and uh, very little invites. (laughs) uh, I'll agree with you. I've I've known quite a bit of Dragoons, but I think it comes from the fact that they're all close friends, and it's just what I do. The LOL, not Dragoons. The two
3: weapons. Thing about two-handed weapons, though, is you know the delay is so high that you really need the accuracy to back it up. Otherwise, it's just like a crippling stab in your gut every time you miss. It's
0: true, it's true. And uh, and we will we will get to weapons and weapon choices all later. And uh covering Dragoon one to seventy-five uh Blaze, I can't wait. But first, uh we've got to go through some uh personal updates, and I think the biggest announcement that we have is that um Uh, Limit Break Radio is now... All of us are stationed on the Odin server. Uh, both oh, yeah. Sale and I uh, have des- have decided to move our characters to Odin with Kalo and Arjit and Wally and Juxta. It, it was uh, it was a really tough decision, and it was really hard leaving a lot of my friends on Titan, and I still miss them. And uh, and and I had such a great time playing with them. Uh, of course, Fubar, who we had on the last episode, and, uh, and many others. Uh, there are so many. mention uh, i can't you know i couldn't possibly name you all uh but i really want to say thank you to titan for three years of really really great play and teaching me everything i know about this game and uh, I, I will. I, I we will have a tribute to you guys soon. We're still trying to uh, to work it out, work out the, all the logistics of it. But be sure be sure to check that out on the next episode. I think uh, we'll we'll have some kind of tribute, some kind of special. Um, but uh, but why don't we go through individual personal updates? And uh, Arjit, since since you weren't here last week, why don't you go first?
2: Well, uh, since the last time I was here, I've been very very busy. Uh, f- for starters, I have gotten up to rank ten and. In- stock, And now I'm back at Windy, uh, getting up my missions over there. Congratulations! And, That's really yeah. awesome. Thank you. The final fight was amazing. It was just so cool fighting the um. Ah! The, don't
0: say it. The don't, boss. Ruin it. <laughs> the boss. don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yeah, the boss. That's We're right. Living. Yeah, you're gonna. You,
2: yeah, the boss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But and yes, then, those those are some epic fights, and
2: uh, and and everyone who goes through all of you know the ranks says that it's worth doing. So yeah, and then uh, in addition to that, I am finally in my blue armor at level seventy three. Adamant, so, right? right? Getting, yep, adamant, getting Sweet. closer and closer to seventy five.
0: Oh no, the site needs a new update. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got to get that gear updated. Well, congratulations, man. That's great. Yeah, thanks. Anything else? Is that it? Uh, that's pretty much it. I haven't really had the chance to do any, um, well, I've been helping other people do stuff, but other than that, uh, not really, I haven't had a chance to do any more COPs ever since I got through the promies yet, so. Gotcha. Well, hey, that's a considerable amount, and, uh, and congratulations, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, uh, thanks. Kalo, what have you been doing recently?
1: Uh, well, just like Arjun Lama, I've also managed to get rank 10, and, uh, there, there was a lot of little people that helped push me along. A lot. Of um, w- 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 one of the uh, uh, missions in rank 8, I got a party for. A lot of us needed it. But after that one rank 8 mission, the rest of the missions, there was one guy there with me the entire time. You want to take a guess at who it was? I'm going to take a crack at Motai. It was Motai. We we spent two nights doing the final battle, um, and we kept on losing with Ten percent left on the final mob because the NPC kept stealing hate and dying. Ah! But then he brought in one of his uh, Tauru friends, a blue mage by the name of Little Big Guy, I think. <laughs> Something like and- that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just call him uh, Little Big, and he helped us. So uh, thank you to both of those, uh, those two. Um, finally got my uh, my Winders flag. I'm ranked ten now. It's awesome. Uh, also, <laughs> I have been leveling a new job. Have you? It, it's something I've I've been thinking about, but you know, other than just thinking about it, you never actually really think that you're gonna actually get around to it. But um, as of last night, Ding Black Mage 35. Wow, mm-hmm. that's fast. Now, uh, how long ago did you start leveling Black Mage? Um, I picked it back up last Friday at level 20. Wow. And that's very, that's very good. No party invites.
0: Oh, have you been,
1: uh, forget been the parties. I'm soloing all the way. It's so much fun nice. and you don't have to put up with any headaches.
0: Well, that's awesome, man. Well, mm-hmm. uh, when, when you go through and, uh, solo all the way to, uh, 75, if, uh, if you think you can pull that off, then, uh, maybe, maybe we'll do a show on it. I don't
1: know. Uh, and, and you know what I was actually thinking, cause I'm liking this soloing so much that I might even try picking up beast afterwards again.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to make any more promises about Beasts. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I've started to fall back on, on Assault since getting the final rank, so I haven't really gotten any new Palawan gear, but uh, I'm working on it. Uh, as for me, uh, a couple of days after uh,
0: moving to Odin, uh, Kalo and Selfie and uh, and Zay all helped me to get my Alcolonius bracelets, and uh, that was a totally, really cool uh, welcome home present. Other than that, um, I you know I I did a couple of Chaos thirties trying to get my subduer. I didn't get it. I did get a dissector though, which is pretty cool. Which uh, actually getting that has motivated me to start skilling up sword. So uh, I've been going out and and keep in mind you know my sword was at like eighty nine. I, I I I don't I do <laughs> what am I going to use swords for? But you know yeah. it, it's better than starting at zero. So it's about it's about at a hundred right now. I haven't put a lot of time into it. I'm I'm gonna be working on that and uh, and some other stuff. Don't have uh, too many plans for the near future. Just kind of taking it easy, kind of taking it as it comes, and uh, hanging out with uh, with my friends on on Odin. And Kalo, uh, you and I have had some uh, have had some great fun. And, oh, I mean, absolutely! Just, just too much too much stuff to, to you know to to waste time really getting in depth into. But uh, needless to say, I've been having a great time since my switch onto Odin.
1: Now, fifty percent uh, of the time, which has been in the dirt, by the way.
0: Uh, yes, you know, since also switching toad in, i've I've taken more dirt naps than I ever did on. <laughs> <laughs> Find myself feeling refreshed. I, 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 I still don't understand how you kill me so much. But anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, blaze, what have you been doing recently in game?
3: Um, actually recently I hit rank ten in Sandoria and a uh, Link so member and I Oh yeah, boo you. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. You know you know what? The last guest rank hit rank ten in on Sandoria and I did the big bagpipes thing, but you are no, not getting it. You're not getting
3: it. Oh, no. fine. What I'm not good enough for the bagpipe. <laughs>
0: no, 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 you know what? No. Everyone thinks that they can get it. That's why that's why no one's getting it anymore. No. <laughs> You mean. Re- the, no, the fir- first time anyone talks to me, they're like, do the bagpipes, man. Do the bagpipes. It's going to be like uh, Gary Coleman and, and, you know, what you talking about, Willis. I'm going to be stopped on the street and go, hey, man, do the bagpipes thing.
3: Oh, I could so see that happening. <laughs> that. Anyway. No
1: way. No more. And then he throws <laughs> up soul leader in last resort. And... <laughs> uh.
0: screw, screw that. No, I got my thief <laughs> sub job. I, I, I'm i throwing up. Flee and running the other way.
3: Oh, I thought the you room. put up status no. so you wouldn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, um so then uh actually the next day uh Linkshell member and I switched over to uh Winderst and we're now rank 7 in that it only took us a week <laughs> You know, you know what? I'm going back to revise my
0: friggin' update. I hit rank 10 on Bastok. Regret. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. We'll fine, then. <laughs> he, he's still level 7. Rank uh, 7. I'm such a noob. <laughs> Will you enjoy your friggin' flags? I don't need any flags
1: flags look cool man they they do they they give you the uh the extra conquest points too for the Uh, win
3: i feel so left out (laughs) actually mine's or my mug house is still stuck with the uh experience points Uh, Uh, no i I just can't get rid of it
1: yeah mine is fishing lol you know what stop talking about things
0: that don't concern me let's move (laughs) on here I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Blaze, did you did you have anything else as far as updates? Did you did you do anything else besides hit rank ten?
3: Well, I got myself Tommy Haidate from uh, Dynamis Windurst.
0: That oh, cool. cool! Congratulations. Thanks.
3: But uh, other than
0: that. That's it. Uh, now, Blaze. Uh, the reason that we're having you on the show this week uh, is to talk about Dragoon, and of course, we're going to get to that in uh, in just a second. But before we do, uh, music has always been really important to us here at, uh, at Limit Break Radio, and uh, we got this great new song that was sent to us by a gentleman uh, by the name of Mark Starr, and uh, really, really talented uh, remix artist. We've we featured some of his music on the show before, for example, our uh, Limit Breaking News segment features uh uh, some music by him and uh he he recently did a remix that was inspired by final fantasy 11 and he did what's called the bard song uh we want to premiere it here on limit break radio so let's just play it from beginning to end this is uh the bard song by uh by mark Starr. Mark Starr with the Bards song. You can uh, download the track off of our website www.limitbreakradio.com Just find this episode. All you gotta do go to the listen tab find this episode and uh, right below where you can download our episode you can download this track uh, Mark Starr's The Bards Song and it's also going to now be featured on uh, Voices of Von and we'll be premiering that tonight. Uh, Not the actual segment we premiered that last time but uh, we'll be premiering the uh, the new music so uh... so look forward to that and uh, i definitely that song rules so much i think it's so unique how he took uh... what the bards actually play in game and and turned it and remixed it and uh... i just think it's fantastic so really excited uh, to hear more from them and uh... hopefully maybe we can get an interview with him in the future it'd be great to talk to him so uh make sure to uh to to look for that uh sometime in the near future so moving along dragoon uh blaze the reason that we're having you on the show uh so uh why don't why don't we talk a little bit about dragoon why don't we start off at uh the lower levels you know soloing one to ten
3: okay soloing one to ten it's pretty much like taking any other job up except for the fact that you know have a little wyvern next to you. Yes. But um, really, the job only gets different from any other job once you hit 10. That's when you get jump, and you got to love jump. It's free TP.
0: Absolutely. So 1 through 10, it's it's the basic XP treadmill method that we've uh, discussed for basically all of the other jobs previous. Okay, once you hit dunes at level 10, you've got jump, and you've got the wyvern. Now, that's two things at your disposal, and you've also got this big... Lance, this big uh, two-handed lance that you're swinging around. And at that level, you're not very accurate. So how are you trying to make up for that?
3: Really, the best thing I've found for low-level accuracy food would be uh, rice dumplings because, you know, they give you 10 accuracy. Hey, that's cool. Can't um, beat that. Although, how long
0: do rice dumplings last? 30 minutes. 30 minutes? I agree with you, rice dumplings are a good option, but another option uh, that I personally used when I was leveling Dark Knight was jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, it's a three-hour food, and uh, I, what? What?
1: how much accuracy do they give? Right, I think they also give 10, too, but rice dumplings can also stack, can't they? Yeah. Rice dumplings so.
3: stack to twelve,
0: and that is a that is another uh, uh, big thing is that uh, jack o'
1: lanterns do not stack. So well, at the same time too, uh, rice dumplings also give you three strength, two vitality, agility plus one, and not that you know you you get you get that much per, uh, percentage at that level, but you get an attack plus twenty percent. So yeah.
0: Granted, with the other buffs, then I would say I would tend to agree that
1: uh, that would probably be your better option. Although, you know, the rice dumplings are actually only accuracy plus five.
3: Oh, I heard ten.
1: Oh, oh well, no, they're plus five. So maybe maybe jack o' lanterns are the better choice when it comes to accuracy. But uh, as Aniro said, you do get uh, a couple other smaller buffs. To yeah. your uh, base stats, so
0: so it's a give and take. It, it could be an either or, you know, depending on how you want to play the job. But what your point is is that uh, food is the best way at that low a level to uh, increase your accuracy effectively.
3: Yeah, that, and you know, you really have to love battle gloves. I mean, they're like yeah, nothing. They're level fourteen, and you can wear them for a good while. Indeed. Now, uh, what what are your basic party tactics through the dunes? Basic party tactics through the Dunes is, um well, you know, pretty much act like any other DD. If somebody asks you to pull, please, for the love of God, tell them no, because you're going to come back to camp half dead. Unless you use pebbles. Dragoon's going to quit well, pebbles, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, use pebbles.
0: Well, you can now. There, there was once upon a time when Dragoon didn't have any
3: ranged attack options, did they? Yeah, but still, pebbles are kind of... Well, it gets, you know, yeah. it gets, the, it gets the job done. Not true, but if you have a thief or somebody else who actually has a ranged weapon, or, God forbid, even Voke, <laughs> yeah, they'd be a better puller.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. Now there is this idea out there of jump pulling. And a lot of dragoons don't like that idea. What's your take on jump pulling blaze?
3: I just cringed when you said it <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean I remember I'm having flashbacks to like crawlers nest just getting back to uh, my camp and being like half dead that's what jumps. I hear. Oh my God that's Cure what I hear three. so
0: many so many dragoons say that's uh, I, I, that they just cannot stand
1: when
3: people ask them to jump pull uh, LOL yeah. jump pull. But I mean, you know, you get back to camp, you're like half dead, White Mage goes, "Oh my god, cure 3." White Mage gets hate because you have a ninja tank and then the White Mage <laughs> dies. You're like, "God, no." Jump pulling for the win.
1: It's like the, yeah. No, no, seriously, that's like the ultimate MPK tactic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Probably not not a good idea for
0: uh, for dragoons to be pulling, but you know, depending on however you want to play the job, you know, you're more than welcome to if you like dying. But moving along in levels, uh, once you get out of the dunes, hit 20, get out of the dunes. How then does the job start to come into its own? Because it's usually as you start getting out of the dunes and out of the lower levels that each job begins to take on its own role. So how does dragoon evolve after 20? to say, you know, 20 to
3: 30. Well, let's see. Since level 10, you've had your own base attack bonus, so really, once you hit level 20, I don't know, 20 to 30, it might be wise to sub Ranger for their level 10 accuracy bonus.
1: Ah, okay.
3: At least until 30 when you get your own. Since, you know, they don't stack, you can switch back to, I don't know, a good sub.
1: This is something that I didn't know
3: until just recently, but your jump abilities are based off of ranged accuracy and attack, right? Actually, from what I've heard, that's not really the case, although I did find out that... Um, jumps do have a 50 percent vitality modifier so you know it might be a wise idea to macro in vit gear for jumps hmm, huh interesting
0: that is very interesting
3: at level 25 you get spirit link and i'm sure all the mages know spirit link they hate it they send us death threats and tells whenever we use it but uh it is very nice to keep your wyvern alive
0: now explain real quick what exactly spirit link does
3: Okay, Spirit Link basically just takes some of your HP and feeds it into your Wyvern so your Wyvern, you know, you don't have to rest. Although that's not really a big deal anymore since uh, the Signet update.
0: Yeah, where you can rest without losing TP. Now after 30, you get your accuracy bonus. How noticeable is the accuracy bonus at 30?
3: Well, it's 10 accuracy so it's pretty much, you know, a free scorpion harness. Only without looking stupid.
1: Oh, come on!
3: Yeah, I said it.
1: (laughs) About the scorpion harness? Did you say it looks stupid?
3: Yes? Do Are you, you well, like side Okay. Fashion? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. I, I guess <laughs> when you have a red harness with this purple mask and giant horns, yeah, it would probably look a little bit stupid. <laughs> oh, no, it looks really but, stupid. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, when uh, when I got it on with my cool little uh, baggy green pants, and I uh, got my two daggers, and I'm all in in green looking like a Christmas tree, it's pretty hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're wearing your O-hat! <laughs> I
3: don't know it's what you're still talking about. red sports bra. I don't care what you say.
0: What? What? Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. About, to the, about what? Don't lie to the people. About you, what? You, you know, you excluded it from your update. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. You, you should You <laughs> should, You should. tell
1: them. Okay, yeah. I, I, I got a bomb queen ring. Not that I would ever use it, because <laughs> it, it's not like I need the HP bonus, but, it, but, but it's cool to have when you're trying to, you know, just max out your HP for fun. I don't see what, what was so important about that, though. We've all seen the screenshots. You're only lying to yourself. I don't know what you guys are talking about. They're out there. All right. All
0: right. Kyle got a no hat, by the way.
1: Oh, shut up! <laughs> Who cares? Big deal. It's not like I wear it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You sold yes, your. Know. You, you sold
0: your, uh, you your Warbrey. You wear it. Don't lie. I've seen you. It's in
1: my storage. <laughs> I don't need accuracy plus ten. Screw you guys. Get out with the show. <laughs> Come on, high jump. Tell us about high jump. <laughs> Okay,
0: yes, at so, 30, at 35, you get high jump, and uh, this is this is slightly different from jump. Uh, uh, explain why.
3: Okay, high jump at level 35. Um, it does actually a little less damage than uh, the regular jump, which just I don't know. I thought that was kind of backwards. Considering you're jumping higher, you're falling farther. You should do more <laughs> damage, right? It only makes but, sense. Yeah, but whatever. It lowers some of your hate. It shaves like I don't know. I think it's about 10 enmity off. So you really can't complain about that. It's probably going to shave about one or two hits off before you know the uh, tank gets hate back. But other than that, it's not really that reliable. But it's helpful.
0: So as you're progressing now, this is this seems like a like a pretty big leap. You don't get anything from 35 until 50 when you get
3: super jump. Yeah, but at 49, you also get Pentathrust, and that's the weapon skill that you use forever in a day.
0: Indeed, indeed. <laughs> now, a Pentathrust is, uh, I think, out of the multi-hit weapon skills, I've seen more damage out of Pentathrust than many of the others because of the Dragoon accuracy bonus.
3: Oh, yeah. But it still takes quite a bit of accuracy to back up those five hits when you get it at 49. Fair enough. But um, a super jump. Well, super jump is, I don't know, it's another one of those odd things. You jump so high that the mob apparently forgets about you, so it erases <laughs> all of your hate. <laughs> Yet, when you come crashing back to the, the ground from, you know, the moon, you do <laughs> no damage when your spear is lodged in the enemy's gut. You think so- you do something. So no damage from super jump. No damage whatsoever.
0: Just hate removal. Yep. Okay.
3: Now, do you get TP from super jump as well? Uh, no, you don't. But um, actually, you do from jump and high jump. You get the same amount of TP. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, well, so erasing your uh, your enmity
3: is super jump good for anything else? Not really, unless you have your um, your two hour up. Because remember, your two hour spirit surge um, it gets rid of your wyvern adds their HP and their strength and all that onto you, including their TP, as a matter of fact. And um, it also resets all of your jump abilities and gives you um, additional effects onto them. Uh Like, the level 10 jump, it uh, lowers the enemy's defense by about 20%. High jump lowers the enemy's TP. I think it cuts it in half. Wow! And um, super jump, well, in a situation where you're using your 2-hour the person behind you will have their enmity cut in half as well.
0: Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, Spirit Surge is not the original two hour that Dragoon had. The original
3: two hour was. was Call Wyvern, and let me tell you that. that was so painful. I mean, like, when I was first leveling, um, I had a party in Gustav Tunnel. There's so much AoE, it's just a Wyvern killer. Oh, and it's like, yeah. no, I can't rest. Save my wyvern. <laughs> <laughs> I protect and, you, Raiden. <laughs> well, the, I,
0: I mean, having call Wyvern be, you know, your two hour gives you no inherent ability to do much of anything in an emergency situation and to, that's to turn what, the battle around right exactly. and that's usually what two hours are used for so now with Spirit Surge it sounds like they've drastically changed things up and uh, of course now Call Wyvern has been bumped down to uh, 15 minute recast right? 20 20 okay 20 yeah okay so now we've covered all of these abilities and as we said after 20 after coming out of the dunes the job starts to come more into its own now obviously with dragoons main job in a party being damage dealing uh, what's what's an effective way to do the most damage possible. Uh, I know for Dark Knight, maxing out attack and strength and int for a lot of the uh, weapon skills, there's a couple of different tactics to try to do maximum damage. Now, what are Dragoon's Party tactics, gear choices, what are you looking to do to accomplish your job more effectively?
3: Well, naturally, you know, no two Dragoons are going to play the job the same way, but uh, what I like to do for mine was um, I would build up TP for, you know, penethrust and then I would use penethrust and then I would use both of the jumps, high jump and jump, just to get some quick TP back so I could weapon skill again quickly. But um, actually, as far as um, weapon skill modifiers go, for penethrust it's I believe a 30% accuracy and a 30% strength modifier so dexterity is good for accuracy it's also good Mm -hmm. for crit rate so you might want to max that as well as your strength
0: okay but most of the pole arm weapon skills the main variant or the main modifier in there is strength uh, as it as it is with uh, many of the other weapon skills for many of the other DD jobs so obviously strength is a very uh, is a very good focus there and uh, and of course as you said uh, you know pentathrust being a five hit attack accuracy is also good in there as well so now uh, as you start to get into the upper levels uh, you know 75 and into the merit range uh, you've got of course the uh, the the four unlockable abilities and traits with merit points why don't you talk about those
3: why don't you uh, cover the ability first. Okay, well um, the two abilities Dragoon got when the uh, tier 2 merits are Angon, which um, pretty much uses a consumable throwing lance, I guess that you equip in your range slot Uh, you can chuck it every 3 minutes and it lowers your enemy's defense by 20% for 30 seconds each additional merit ups that uh, duration by 15 seconds. I'm still standing by pebbles for the win? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can lower your enemy's defense by 20% for a minute.
1: That's, That's pretty good to
3: open up a weapon skill.
1: Three-minute cooldown, though? Come on.
0: Now, hey. are the are the throwing lances, are they consumable? Like, after you use Agnon, do you have to then replace that throwing lance? Is that used?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, like, 243 gil for one at a MPC uh, shop. Well, then, one gate.
1: <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> they uh, they yeah. stack into stacks of 99, don't they? Yep. Yeah,
0: oh, okay. Well, then, that's, that's good. I can see that being uh, very useful, actually.
3: Yeah, since you're only using one every three minutes, you're not going to go through them too fast.
0: Right, yeah. Now, have you unlocked Agnon?
3: Uh, yeah, I did. It was actually the first one I unlocked
0: what's your opinion of the uh of the ability do you think this has been a very beneficial
3: uh addition to dragoon oh yes i think so because um first off you can't miss with angon it's to 100 percent accuracy so the only way for it to technically miss is i guess if um you've hit your two hour and you use jump i see because those two defense downs don't stick for some reason Hmm. but oh well all right and uh what about deep breathing then Uh, Deep Breathing. Now, that one's really interesting. I am a big fan of it for soloing, and it's alright in a regular party situation where you're going to be dealing damage. It says, makes your wyvern's breath more effective, but that is just such a mundane description. It um, doubles the power of the breaths, and um, also, when you're using a weapon skill, and... I don't know, you have the attacker sub on. It doubles the uh, breath's attack power and also makes it unresistible unless the mob has up, like, 100% defense to magic.
0: Okay, so something like magic shield exactly
3: mm-hmm. right okay. okay
0: so um of course we will get into wyverns a little bit more in-depth here in a minute and uh... and all of their breaths and and their usefulness um, but let's quickly let's cover the job traits that you got also with those tier two merits
3: okay the first one is strafe it's actually pretty useless it- enhances breath accuracy. So what it does is it lowers the resist rate of breaths, but that's kind of a useless thing to pour merits into because no Dragoon should be relying on their Wyvern's breaths for damage. The second one, however, Empathy, copies your buffs to your Wyvern when you use uh, Spirit Link. Now, that also opens up the ability to use Spirit spirit link when your wyvern is at 100% HP. Now, that sounds useless because you're thinking, so what, you're just doing damage to yourself? No, because it takes none of your HP to do that. Oh, wow. But whenever it copies the buffs over, it copies the uh, ones that are most recently used. So, you know, you picture a wyvern that has um, Berserk or Hasso, because Hasso will carry over. So will Stone Skin any level protect or shell pretty much everything except i think bard songs
1: um actually it says right here that uh all songs are compatible the only one that's yet to be tested is uh
3: hymnus oh yeah that's right the uh re-raise song re for wyverns yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it'd be like fighting Aeons. <laughs> oh, my God, the Wyvern came back.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very cool, though. Yeah. I, I actually, my, like I said, I have a lot of Dragoon friends, um, both both Seen and uh, my longtime friend Akeem, but they've, they've never really tried to teach me much about Dragoon. You know, I, I, I tell them LOL and then they just kind of cry about it. So. Uh, <laughs> I've I I I've been real ignorant to uh to just how good uh and how effective dragoons can be other than what I've seen. So, thank you for the win. Now let's talk about a little bit about gear. Uh
0: what kind of gear does uh now I know that we've been saying strength and accuracy, but what are some specific pieces uh that dragoons want to look out for?
3: Um specific pieces of gear that I've found are really um they're kind of between 38 and 75, but um before you get your AF feet, which enhance your jumps, you should probably go with Volan's Greaves because they give you jump accuracy plus like four and they're dropped off some really easy in them to camp. At level 55, I personally went with the Jari to Petty because, once again, I think the uh, Scorpion Harness looks stupid.
1: And, and I plus, think you're a fool.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you think that. But you know what? Dragoon has its own natural accuracy, so it's one of those classes that can get away with getting five more attack instead of five more accuracy.
0: I will grant you that, yeah.
3: I, I'll, I'll second that. Um, at level 60, you want the uh, Grand Knight's Lance, because the damage on it is really good for that level. I think it's like 80, and you can use it up to... Uh, like level 70-ish. It also has 7 accuracy on it, so kudos. At level 67, this is one of those pieces that every Dragoon gets and, I don't know, it's it's good, but it's not great. The Assault Jerkin, which is dropped from uh, Ose in the Labyrinth of Anzozo. I, I still don't have that, and I want it.
1: I don't need it, but I want it.
3: At level 70-ish, I recommend getting the uh, Palawan Kazagand and Amir Boots if you you know, first off, can get the uh, assault points for them. Palawan is amazing, just so you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Kahlo's personal recommendation right there. And Mm -hmm. it looks hot.
3: Yeah. At level 72, you could get a Martial Lance because, well, first off, it's like 2K on any given server because only Dragoon can wear it and people don't really like Martial gear. But but, um, the Martial Lance, like all other Martial weapons, it makes it so... Any weapon skill you do at like say 100 or 200% TP has a 100% TP bonus, and at 300% Penetraust just gets an amazing damage bonus. It goes from like a 0.75 damage bonus to a 2.25. Oh my God! Wow! Yeah, Holy that's crap. how people get those just amazing damage results from Penetraust. So if you can get a martial lance and just spam 200% Penetraust. Dealing the damage there.
0: And a lot of people knock on the martial weapons and uh, you know, I think they definitely have their usefulness. I don't have the great
1: sword of the scythe, but uh (laughs) usually what I ask. Here's what I think it was too. Like, like I think a lot of people when when they look at it, uh, TP bonus, you think you're getting more TP per hit, and uh, that's actually what I thought for a while too, until someone corrected me and said that you know, upon using a weapon skill at 100%, it would be as if you're using it at 200%. So, right. Yeah. yes. Yeah.
3: I thought the same thing until I looked it up on wiki mm-hmm. one time. I was bored. Now uh,
1: I have a question. Um, at endgame, the weapon that I always see dragoons use is the the
3: mesrak. Oh, yes, the Mesrock. It's amazing. Um, the damage on it is very high. It gives you two vit, I believe, and two strength. So you have your jump modifier there, and you also have your weapon skill modifiers. Also, the evasion down on it just procs so much. Once you get it on, it barely ever comes off.
0: Nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah.
3: And, um, well, really, that's about it. All right,
0: so so uh, some some key pieces of gear there. Now, let's let's talk about wyverns. Uh, you're one of the four classes in that, uh that is a. Pet job class and all of the other pet classes, they seem they have a drastically different role. They're not frontline damage, except for you know summoner tiger talking about uh, you know summoner doing frontline damage at endgame. But uh, dragoon performs uh, as as a more traditional DD as as far as frontline melee damage is concerned. So why don't you talk about uh, the the wyvern and the uniqueness of the wyvern?
3: Okay, well, first off, the Wyvern is really, I don't know, the only time the Wyvern really gets just amazingly important to you is when you're soloing. Yes, um, right. For Dragoon, there are three types of Wyverns. There's your defensive Wyvern, your mixed Wyvern, and your melee Wyvern. Defensive Wyverns are gotten from White Mage Sub, Red Mage, Black Mage, Blue Mage, or Summoner. With that, you get an ability every time you cast a spell called Healing Breath. Now, what Healing Breath does is, um, well, obviously it heals you. I know that's kind of duh, but how much it heals you for is amazing. With the Wyvern or the Dragon Armit, my bad, you get a 50% trigger for Healing Breath, and it will heal you for about 216 HP. Now, that'll activate any time you're below half HP, or anyone in your party is below half HP, and you cast a spell.
0: Now, the Draken Armit is the uh, Dragoon AF Helm,
3: correct? Yeah, that's AF1. Actually, the unique thing about the uh, Summoner Sub 1 is it's really kind of useless, because it's considered defensive, because you still get these um, debuff Nah breaths. Because whenever you're using a defensive wyvern, instead of the elemental breaths, Mm -hmm. whenever you use a weapon skill, you get, I don't know, they're like, I guess you'd call them erase breaths. What they do is they take off any one buff from any one person if that debuff is, you know, on the person. So like poison, paralyze, and blind. Those are the ones that are removed. But yeah, you can't get healing breath with... Uh, summoner sub because you can't have two pets out at the same time so in order to cast any magic your wyvern has to be gone ah i see
0: okay so uh moving on to now the offensive wyvern
3: uh the offensive wyvern is gotten from pretty much any sub that you would consider a melee damage dealer barring um Dark Knight, of course. But um, you get your elemental breaths, and they are geared to target the enemy's weakness. So, like, if you're fighting pucks, odds are it's not going to use Gust breath. Gotcha. Okay. And that's really the only thing about the offensive sub. Um, The mixed sub, however, is a little bit different. You still get healing breath, and you also get your elemental damage breaths when you do weapon skills. But the healing breath is slightly gimped. Um it'll still heal you for the same amount, but you have to be at 25% HP if you don't have the dragon armament and 33% HP if you do have the dragon armament and healing breath won't target any of your party members.
0: Uh, okay so you have a little bit of a disadvantage with the multi-purpose but it can it can also serve as more of a dd now in your experience what is more effective uh either the offense or the defense or the multi-purpose
3: well whenever i'm in a party odds are we're gonna have a healer so i'll go with you know a melee sub like samurai or warrior or thief but um I don't know. Whenever I'm soloing, I personally like to go for the full defensive Wyvern because 50% is a much easier trigger to remember than 33. Right. Yeah. You could sub uh, Red Mage, which does give you that fast cast, and you also have a 5 MP trigger poison. So I can get healed for like. 216 HP every time I cast a 5 MP spell.
1: I, I just recently seen the, uh, the, the the potential of just a complete solo Dragoon. You know, I've dueled with him a couple times, but uh, when when me and Nero did the KS30 Operation Desert Swarm, we had a, uh, a Dragoon from our Link Shell with us, Blake, and. He was actually the first one done soloing his Scorpion before a lot of us were, and he was the only one not sub-Ninja. So uh, I thought that was a real treat to be able to see the full capabilities of a a solo Dragoon.
0: So uh, why don't we talk about the solo capabilities of Dragoon?
3: Okay, Um, first thing you have to know about uh, soloing as a Dragoon is you're going to have to get used to being half-dead all the time your wyvern's max hp and their current tp affects the return on healing breath so if your wyvern or if you haven't used healing breath in a while and you use it you're probably going to get like i don't know probably 250 or 300 really you want to make sure that you're not fighting things that are going to do just huge spike damage to you otherwise you might die so spiders and things like that are kind of a no-no but really other than that it's pretty much just hey look i'm below half hp cast poison Alright, let me ask you this then, what is the strongest thing
1: that you that, that you have solo? Because obviously like you said, you, you need to be at about half life in order to use healing breath. So
3: um, actually the best thing I've taken on at level seventy five were I believe elementals are kind of easy prey because they don't hit hard. Although you know really you've just got to make sure that you can stun those uh, ancient uh, magics because yeah. those are Yeah good.
0: yeah you got to you <laughs> got to look out for those ghost spells.
3: Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Better than that. I don't know. I think it was I don't know some tough mob somewhere I can't recall it off the top of my head. But I know that I did solo from uh, 60 to 65 when TOAU came out I was fighting uh, the little lesser Calibris. Oh, and uh nice. yeah. Um, I'm a little embarrassed
1: to say that uh, there was one time when a dragoon did soul better than I did. Um, <laughs> both both me and another friend needed dark spark. I came thief ninja. They came dragoon white mage, and uh, they had a little more HP at the end than I did. <laughs> yeah. So. After after I talked down to him about how <laughs> just call for just invite me to party when you need help, I said. Yeah. <laughs> <You're off. laughs> Yes. Owned. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I I I bash her a lot on the show, so I'm gonna give her a little bit of credit, but but uh that was seen. So
0: it's uh, seen showing you up. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> nice. Making dragoons everywhere look good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now, when you talk about soloing, now what kind of options do you, do you have for using sub jobs? I mean, m- most commonly what you hear is dragoon white mage. You get that great mind boost, and a lot, you know, especially your AF helm has has uh, has a really good mind boost on it. So, uh, other than white mage, uh, do you have any
3: other sub options when it comes to solo? Personally, I use Red Mage sub because I like the fast cast. That, and you get uh, Poison, which is 5 MP instead of Dia, which is, I think it's 7 or 8, which means, um, you know, you get more healing breaths for your lower MP, although you could just get the uh, Sanction Refresh. And you're pretty much soloing forever. Black Mage also works because really your mind does not affect the return on healing breath at all. You just won't be able to cure yourself in the event that you're not fighting and you want to get some HP back fast. Blue Mage also works, but I haven't really played around with it. I'm kind of ashamed of that because you get these oh my god fast physical magic spells and you could just keep like foot kick and power attack on and just be like boom hp <laughs> right yeah totally
2: i've actually seen some dragoon blue mages soloing inside the promise before the update happened while i was farming for uh animas and it was just amazing how fast they could kill the empty in there they were on the second level
3: and it was just amazing wow wow yeah, yeah indeed also if you want to go with the mix. Uh, I don't know if you're really into that. The subs that give that are um, bard, ninja, paladin, and dark knight. Now, and that's that's for the
0: multi-purpose wyvern, right?
3: Yeah, paladin at 35 gets auto refresh, so you'd kind of make up for that, you know, less MP by having it constantly coming back. Although you'd have to use cure as your healing triggers, so you'd want to make sure you are at least 30 HP below 33%. That and it's kind of an expensive you know trigger ninja and bard are unique in the fact that their spells i guess take no mp well bard especially because your songs can't get interrupted so all mm-hmm. you got to do is start singing like requiem on the monster all of a sudden your wyvern will start healing you yeah <laughs> but uh really those are your options for soloing
0: Okay, so now uh, you know going back to uh, to the straight DD side, uh, you know, in a party element, uh, what are what are good options for for sub jobs there? Now, thief is the obvious choice, and and warrior is seen a lot too, but uh, did dragoons benefit as much from the samurai update that we got back a couple of months ago as dark
3: knights did? Definitely, because warrior and samurai sub are. Pretty much on equal terms, but um, I'd honestly go with Samurai Sub anytime because, first off, you get 10 accuracy and 5 strength and a 10% haste. I I think that beats, you know, what is it, a 15% attack boost and 15% defense decrease for 3 out of 5 minutes. So, yeah, honestly, I'd go with Samurai. Plus, um, you
1: can also copy your Hasso over to your Wyvern if you have, uh, Empathy,
3: right? Yep. Sweet. Thief subs, it's not bad if you just want to, like, Wheeling Thrust spam. It's honestly pretty good at end game because a lot of... Thieves are like, hey, let's have the dragoon open light, and I can close it with shark bite. Yeah, to be honest, uh, dragoon
1: is probably my favorite job to uh, to skill chain with, which kind of sucks because I've been getting stuck with bonehead here in sky every night. Ah, very <laughs> funny. <laughs> he, he, he brought samurai sub to his first time in, uh, in sky with us, and died like every time he'd weapon skill.
0: I have never, <laughs> do, I have never died with samurai sub. I swear. But you know what? You have to admit. I was doing ridiculous
1: damage to those gods I I, I actually um every time you die I'd get a tell from like a white mage or someone be like tell him to stop doing so much damage Hey, you oh, know what? So, uh, I mean, you might have been dying a lot, but but the, the the thing with Dark Knight is, is the more they die during a battle, I think the more impressed people are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, actually, that's probably true. <laughs> Paladins die, and they're like, "OMG, noobs, stop dying so much." Dark Knight signs like, "Oh man, that weapon skill was amazing." <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's true no that's
0: true but uh yeah. you know what i think it was i think it was the Alkalonius bracelets that's that's that's, that's that, that was my secret to the to the great damage elkies do help a lot elkies uh-huh. do help very very much dragoon dragoon can equip alkis, can't you oh yeah
3: yeah i yeah. also
0: use them for my samurai of course oh i love them best weapon skill hand equip in the game by far You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) In my own defense though, I always had re raise up. Nobody ever had to raise me after dying and I was always up for stun, so
1: Alright, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's uh credit to you there. Credit to you there. Yeah, I was doing my damn job. Okay, so uh, enough, uh,
0: uh, enough of that. Um, so, how about Ninja Sub? I know a lot of DDs benefit from having a Ninja Sub, especially soloing. A lot of them, that's the only way that they can, uh, you know, solo at all. Uh, so, does Ninja benefit uh, uh,
3: Dragoon at all? Well, Ninja Sub would be kind of like playing with any other job, Ninja Sub, only. The difference would be if you manage to drop below 33% when you're trying to put Utsemi knee or Ichi back up, then you get healed a little.
0: That that That'd always helps, cool. but but you guys can't utilize the the dual wield. Uh, no, uh, we effect. really can't. Yeah, uh, just looking it, at the uh, the combat skill ratings, uh, you know, your two highest being, of course, polearm, which is A plus, and staff, which is B minus. The only other option there you got is sword, which is at C And I mean, maybe if you put some merits into it, but but you really have to uh, have to work at that. So I can I can imagine that. Uh, You know, that you don't see too many dual wielding uh, dragoons
1: out there. No, you really don't. At the same time, though, and I always argue this with people, if you're subbing ninja for dual wield, then you should really be kicked in the head anyhow. Unless it's for some greater reason, like, uh, for example, uh, the Kraken Club with, I don't know, something else.
0: Well, you know, there are always people out there who think that dual wielding axes on Dark Knight is great. and You know, I've heard the arguments and it can be, I've seen the damage, it can be, if you put a lot of time and effort into, uh, you know, getting Mm -hmm. gear and meriting for it and uh i mean because really you know to to really make it the most
3: effective that it can possibly be you really have to to cap out merits on axes actually when you said um staffs you kind of reminded me um a lot of dragoons well not a lot but a few dragoons um tend to like to use staff when they solo just because they can get uh the weapon skill and m spirit taker so you know, that'll like completely refill your sub jobs MP and you can just keep fighting.
0: Yeah, I could so. definitely see the benefit of that. And and having it at a B minus, uh, you know, your accuracy, if it's capped, uh, you know, cap out at 240, uh, I, I can I could definitely see that being a, a viable
1: weapon, especially if,
0: uh, you know, if you put some merits into it. Yeah, uh,
1: actually, let yeah. me ask you this now. Uh, since, since getting those increased merits for combat skills, other than pole arm, what does a uh, what does a dragoon want to merit in combat skills? I mean, you've Let's got see. C minus evasion, so trying to up that isn't going to be really that beneficial and
3: who has kept parrying anyway? So, <laughs> yeah. Um really other than polearm, I don't know, I guess if I wanted to go with the staff thing, I'd just pour some merits into staffs, but other than that, I don't really see anything there.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, because, uh, Daggering Club is E. Like we said, Sword Skill is C-, and, uh, I don't know if there's any good swords that you guys can equip. Acqu- well, y- actually, you guys can, uh, use the
3: Joy Use, can't you? Uh, yeah, dragoon can use Joy toy. Bastards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Roth. Don't be mad just because we don't have to pray for a riddle.
1: <laughs> you-, you know what, though? Uh, I just found out that, that-, that thieves can use, uh the the justice sword and when the double attack on justice sword procs it doesn't count as a normal double attack so triple attack and double attack from the justice sword can proc on the same hit wow yeah that's cool that's hot that is so hot
3: (laughs) yeah actually the uh jailer weapons are also the only things with uh the x number of weapon attacks that can proc during weapon skills Mm -hmm. so that's sweet That's Uh, awesome. I've actually seen a couple Dragoons around who have the uh, Love Halberd and. Love Halberd? And, and the Love Torque, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have the Torque because it went to a thief who would Owned. definitely get more use out of it, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> I do have the Love Halbert. I'm a fan of it.
0: All right. Now, uh, something that we that we didn't, uh, you know, talk about was 1 to 75, across the board, uh, what I hear a lot of Dragoons talking about and, and, and are really frustrated about are the lack of party invites. And it's something that we joke about, at, you know, Lol, Dragoon or lol, Dark Knight or whatever, or you know, um, but but it, it can be a problem and it can be really frustrating. I remember a time, you know, leveling Dark Knight being very frustrated, stuck in the mid fifties, and feeling like just nobody nobody wanted you, you that, that you weren't useful. <laughs> and uh, obviously, you can uh, you know you can make up for that a little bit by the ability to solo. Uh, you know, especially if you have built up um, uh, a variety of sub jobs, you have a lot of different options uh, presented to you. But what would you say to those people out there who who
3: contest that we don't want dragoons in the party. They don't they don't have their usefulness. Well, okay, first off, as we all know, ninety five percent of all mobs in T O A U are like either Dragonkin or they're flyers. Pucks, Dragonkin, and Flyers. You gotta love pucks. Dragoon, since it uses piercing weapons, gets hundred and twenty five percent damage. Now, that's not like you know, 125% damage bonus, it's just 1.25 damage on all flying mobs. Right. So, really, in in-game areas, you can pop some huge damage, just like when you're TPing, hitting for, like, 200, 250 a hit on imps and pucks and stuff, if you have the good gear. But, um, also, that's kind of true against Suzaku. I think she's considered the flying. I don't know, honestly... Post-30 was when the invites started getting really slow. And um, actually at 60, I just stopped throwing up my flag until I hit 65. Honestly, Samurai Sub Honor Dragoon is a very scary thing. You get the 60% you know TP from Meditate. You get your jumps. If you do those, just right next to each other, that's about 90% TP. While you're waiting for the uh, TP from Meditate, since it goes on stages now you already have your weapon skill. And you can pop, like, I don't know, at least a thousand damage if you're good.
0: Uh, So now to wrap up... Dragoon. Uh, let's talk about Dragoon in Endgame. Uh, is is there much change from what you're doing in a in a kind of traditional party setup? I, I assume that it's still, uh, you know, the majority frontline damage. Um, but but uh, you know, what what is does your Endgame situation look like?
3: Um, it really depends on the uh, uh, link shell you have. Like my first Sky link shell, you know, it was pretty much just the same thing. Go samurai sub and just own things or thief sub and open light but um, actually when I joined um, my link shell my current link shell um, I found out that they actually don't let their DDs TP up on the mobs because we have so many DDs we just switch them in and out and have them weapon skill and disband So, Ah, in a situation like that you could just go um, samurai sub and meditate up get in, use Penethrust and then disband or some dragoons would actually go um samurai sub and they would keep their sword skill capped the mm-hmm. way they could do uh you know have some hp gear meditate up to get 300 um, 300 or 200 percent with a martial analyze sure. and um use spirits within
1: you know oh, it's, okay it's weird because uh uh you know coming up through my 60s and, and to the point where I'm, I'm getting ready to get into end game that's it, it used to be that's all you ever heard about was that spirits within tactic and like a lot of endgame link shells require you to have Spirits Within, but uh, other than Paladins, I've, I've never had to myself or seen other melees uh, use the Spirits Within tactics. That yeah, could be um,
2: because like they changed uh, when they did the uh, Mob Resistance patch. Uh, spirits Within was one of the uh, things that was considered the magical damage that would up the resistance if it was used too consecutively. That could be part that's of the outdated, actually.
1: Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Way to go, Grandpa. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what... You young whippersnappers got it easy.
3: All these TOAU areas, and I tell you what. Oh, God, no. The TOAU areas, they just made leveling so much easier. I mean, nobody knows what a KRT Bones Party is anymore. They're like, um,
1: uh. Yeah, Yeah, we, we, we've talked about that before. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think we've talked about that in the, consecutively in the last
0: three episodes. I mean, come on. Oh. Is this Geezer Radio here? Come on. <laughs> it, you know what? It is. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, remember, <laughs> I remember how the game used to be. It was so much better. No, come on. Come on. I love the TOA areas. You yeah. get to, oh, yeah, me I mean, burning so fast through XP, it's nice, and it and it gives people a chance to, you know, catch up to those that ha- have hours on end to, to spend, uh, you know, and, and those of us that don't it's it's a nice way to be able to catch up. So, uh, I there, I think there are benefits to it. All right, so I think that wraps it up for Dragoon uh, Blaze. I want to thank you for for coming on the show and uh, and talking talking DD with me. And you know what? I really I do want to level Dragoon. I do. That's one of my jobs that I I want to get to 75. And in fact, actually, to be honest with you. As far as the Final Fantasy series go, as as you know, far back as Dragoon exists, it, it it was my favorite job in the Final Fantasy series. So it is an aspiration of mine to be running around in the cool purple armor. I really, I really, uh, I, I look forward to that. So thank you, Blaze, for coming on the show, and no uh, and talking uh, Dragoon. Uh, now, of course. Was something that that happened since the last show server uh emigration opened up and uh you can now transfer characters from and between any server uh that exists out there in uh in the world of final fantasy 11 so um uh th- there's uh, instructions how to do it uh you can check it out playonline.com uh, um, uh we also have a link somewhere on our website uh it's real easy and uh and it it costs 25 that that's what the uh, the the North American price ended up being.
1: Also, uh, uh, I'd like to point this out because of a lot of people that 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 have transferred um, were bummed out. They had to leave their mules behind. But when you purchase a transfer, you can transfer as many of your characters, mules included. As you want with that transfer.
0: Yes, yes, you can, and everything transfers except link shells. That's the only thing that does not transfer. All your outpost warps are there, uh, you know. All your key items, all your items, and of course all your money. So uh, the only, I mean, really, the only stipulation is is that you can only do it once in every ninety days, and every time you got to pay twenty five bucks. Um, at least I think those are the only stipulations for it at the moment. So uh, if anything changes, uh, be you'll you'll be. Sure to hear it here. Uh, also, there was a uh, there was a Linkshell community update. Uh, now, Carlo, uh, you've you've taken a closer look at uh, the Linkshell community
1: update. Uh, uh, what was added? Pretty cool uh, new little feature. Now uh, you log on. You can go to your profile, you can view other people's profile, you know, it's always listed uh, what jobs they have, crafting levels, and uh, progress in uh, the expansions and whatnot. It now also has a chart that shows you what any one person is currently wearing at the time. Now, it's a a little bit uh, delayed, you know, it doesn't update like, you know, switch my weapon skill gear. Boom, it switches. Not sure how long the delay is, but you know, still, if you log off for a while and someone logs on, they'll probably be able to see what gear you're normally wearing. So, I thought that was pretty cool. You can click on it, it'll show you the stats and everything, too. So, it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, very, very cool. Um, but uh, I think that uh, about wraps it up. Uh, why don't we take a look at uh, emails?
1: Alright, uh, well, our email comes from Winrich, a level 75 beast of the Kate Sith server, and he says, Hey fellas, I was surfing Encyclopedia and saw your banner, and I checked out your podcast, and instantly got hooked. Just wanted to say that I found your show very informative, and I can't wait till the next episode is out. I was wondering how each of you guys feel about Beastmasters and XP parties since the Jug Patch has been in effect. I've been able to amaze a lot of people on how much DOT, a well-equipped beast with killer instinct, and Feral Howl can do. I'm in love with the job and have only been able to show off my abilities to my Sky and Dynamis LS. I mean, come on, we can kill mobs that take a full party to kill. You would think that we would know how to XP. My personal opinion, uh, first of all, I've I've never partied with beasts before, but, uh, you know, taking that last little statement into consideration I'd, I'd like to give it a try once just to see how much they can put out because obviously beasts by themselves have the ability to do some pretty good damage and with the addition of a pet i, I don't see why not uh that's my take yeah uh,
0: i've actually i've had the uh good fortune to uh party with a couple of beast masters uh, when i was uh leveling up dark knight and i was constantly impressed with their dot and how fast the mobs would actually go down and also how just damn effective they are at pulling they're they're just as effective as any thief or bard and and you know as long as they know what they're doing they can possibly be even more effective you know to the point of Pet pulling like Summoner does. Um, So I think that Beastmaster can be very useful in a party. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that it's kind of been relegated as this solo job. And, you know, Square Enix constantly says how they don't intend any job to be a strictly solo job. And uh, same can be said for Beastmaster. Absolutely. I think that uh, they're very viable in a party setting.
2: Uh, I think Beastmasters would be, like, awesome. In parties, just because even though their pet, their jug pets are one to two levels lower than your own level as a Beastmaster, using a jug pet would still like increase the damage output if the beast was meleeing as well by a lot. So even without using jug pets, they could like charm a mob and then bring it into the fight. And then if it were to come uncharmed, just the Beastmaster, all they would have to do would just keep track on the pet and then just charm it
3: again. I mean, it's as simple as that, really. Absolutely. I really don't think I've seen any job that really completely sucks as a damage dealer. I mean, you know, people will be like, lol pup, but Puppet Masters have a C-plus in their hand. It really goes, and it falls onto their automaton. Right, yeah. But anyway, um, barring Puppet Master and Mages, of course, any class can really be pretty effective in any given situation. Would you be at all hesitant
0: to uh, invite a beastmaster into a party? No, 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 no. Well, fair enough. I like jug pets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, every every little bit of damage helps, and uh, and actually, those jug pets uh, they dole out some uh, some pretty effective damage. So, uh, yeah, I that, think they
3: won't kill everybody else's exp.
1: That's true. That's very yeah. true. So, uh, thank you very much, uh, Winrich, for that email. Alright, we have a very special Adventure of the Week nomination for this episode, and it's a little bit of a two-powder. Uh, our first nomination comes from the server of Diabolos from Nelia and the Linkshell Crushing Roses. The nomination is for two brothers, Wee Willie and Kaga. Now, I have to apologize because the nomination for Wee Willie was actually submitted back in February and hadn't cal- caught my eye until Kaga's nomination was put up. So, we're going to start with Wee Willie's. Neely explains, I first discovered Wee Willie when he was a level 5 tower white mage, wandering around Gustaberg, question mark still hovering over his head. We wanted to be a summoner. I gave him a Link Pearl and explained how it worked, that my group was very much into helping anyone and everyone, and that's what we were about. He leveled very quickly, reaching 30 on his white mage, and determined to be a summoner. With the help of my my Link Shell, Wee Willie realized his dream, and summoner was what he was all about but he wasn't satisfied there because he wanted all the avatars we explained the difference between primes and minis and that all he had to do was get a job high enough then ask for help I volunteered my level 75 red mage for this purpose or he could get his summoner to 20 and try the minis well we didn't want to wait so he said "I'll I'll get to 20 and then try out the minis he said I'll beat them all and beat them he did with help from my group and some macro tweaking we we beat all six avatars breaking an astonishing three records Sadly, William passed away February 9th at the age of 14. He was one of those rare individuals you encounter, good-natured and helped to other newer players of the game. Wee Willie touched my link shell to Crushing Roses. Everyone that met him liked him. My entire link shell fears the loss of a good friend and he will be missed. Shortly after the loss of Wee Willie, another kind-hearted player and older brother to William, Kaga, agreed to join the group that had apparently given William the joy and friendships he never stopped telling his big brother about. He was always willing to help with anything our members needed. I believe it was his way to repay the kindness that we had shown to William, though none was needed. From coffer runs, AF runs, and rank missions to NM fights and quests, he spent hours farming for items and guild for the link shelf funds so that the group could move forward with Prom of Ions and other planned events. If someone needed something, anything, Kaga jumped in and got it done. He literally spent days out in Devoy farming for one scroll one of the link shell members desperately needed to continue leveling her black mage, and she was overjoyed when she checked her delivery box one day to find the very scroll she had had such a difficult time acquiring herself. Never asking for compensation or assistance with anything that he himself may have needed, he selflessly gave his time and effort over and over again. That was just his nature. Last week we received news that Kaga had passed away, finally succumbing to injuries from a gunshot wound he'd received the week before. My link shell is mourning this all-too-tragic loss, two brothers that gave so much of themselves, taken from the world all too soon. And so we here at Limit Break Radio give to Wee Willie and Kaga the 21 weapon skill salute. May Paradise open its gates for both of you. There you have it, the, uh, the fabled 21 weapon skill salute for the two brothers, Wee Willy and Kaga, who were taken from the World of Vine all too soon. Our condolences and hearts here at Limit Break Radio go out to both the Crushing Roses, Link Shell of Diabolos, and the family of Wee Willy and Kaga.
0: Very much so, Limit Break Radio salutes you. Now, uh, last week we premiered our Voices of Deal segment, and uh, we thanked Adamusk for giving us the name. We put it to a vote, and uh, and that's the name that our community selected for the segment. But, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to thank Bremick, who came up with the initial idea for Voices of Deal and and suggested it on the boards. So a uh, big shout-out uh, goes out to Bremick. So uh, thanks for the idea. But uh, here it is, uh, our, our brand-new Voices of Deal. Segment with uh, music included by Mark Starr. So uh, here you go. Voices of Vanadil.
2: Hey, this is Firefox, level forty-five warrior from Phoenix server, and I'm calling to say that my signet is fucking more off.
4: Hello, this is I, Har, from the server Midgar Samir, and may have a little bit of tidbit information concerning the status effect plague. Oh, I've heard a lot of people had a lot of questions concerning that specific status effect. Um, I'm not quite sure if everyone knows already, but from experience in the past, Plague gradually reduces MP and TP over time. It can get pretty ugly, you know, when it comes to certain situations, so... Do take care. And, of course, you can get rid of Plague, you know, by, uh, casting Varuna. That's about it, so... Y'all rules, so y'all take care now. Bye. Alright, this is a mess from the Phoenix server, Black Mage uh, 63, and Black Mage parties rock! Hey guys, this is Robin Uzumaki of the Asura server. I just wanted to say that you guys rock. And good luck on your current goals that you're working on. I'd also like to say congratulations to Lamb on beating Matt, which was a while ago, but yeah. And also
1: congratulations to Sale. You get your progression really fast in the game. Good good luck, guys.
4: Hey, how's it going? This is Davy Jones of the Shiva server, Puppet Master. Um. I just wanted to call up and say, hey, you guys are doing an awesome job. Keep up the good work. And also, what the hell are the interns there for? I mean, Juxta, he's annoying. I won't lie. I don't like Juxta. I really don't. But then there's Wally. I assume you've got other interns. Um, what are they there for? They're just there to be eaten in case you guys run out of food or to be sold off as slaves for Callow's red curry habit. What do they do? Do they just sit there? Do they just fill out paperwork? Are they just, like, kind of like your lapdogs in your mighty Empire of Break? And also, what do you guys think is going to happen with the Wings of the Goddess? I mean, how huge do you guys think it could be? Like, I don't mean, you know, set your goals realistically. I mean, totally blow it out. Just say, like, uh, well, I think there will be airships or whatever. Just what are your guys' most outlandish ideas that they could add with Wings of the Goddess and possible expansions soon thereafter. We've all been discussing, um, time travel, um, I've heard a couple of my friends say that Square Enix promised at least one new job with Wings of the Goddess. Now, well, I'm not absolutely sure about that, because, I mean, what are they gonna add? Really, like, realistically. But I'm hoping that they give us an entirely new van all for one. It would, just, it would be really neat to be able to travel all across Vanadiel and see how basically the entire continents of Quan and Mindarsha, how they looked 20 years ago, how much better they look. We always get new land, so that's why I'm hoping that in this next one we're just getting a huge new Vanadiel with just Quan and Mindarsha. Um, they might even include, I'm thinking it might even be possible, for um, some contact with, if not Odd Ergon, then their enemies to the Far East. Because if I remember correctly, 20 years ago, the only reason Odd Ergon didn't come to our aid was that they were having their own war at the time, and they just didn't feel like jumping in the, the middle of ours. So, I mean, if there is going to be another job, maybe it's going to come from there. Uh, we've already got their samurais and their ninjas, so God knows what we're going to get from the Far East this time. There have also been a couple ideas, like... Uh, well, we're gonna get like we're gonna be able to do the fight for Tapnasia. Tapnasia, from what I understand, was a huge city. It's possible this might even be the new hangout. All the high-level players hang out at Not Ergon. And with this new anniversary ring, there's the possibility of it being recharged, rechargeable. Once the expansion pack comes out, uh, maybe they're raising our level cap, which is something I was really looking forward to. So, you know, what are your predictions for the best stuff that they could possibly come out with? What are they just basically, just raise our expectations. Why? Because I love it. I love to raise expectations because this is, this really is the best MMO I think that's out there. The community is great, the developer actually cares, they're constantly, they we don't know they're there, but they are there, listening to everything that we have to say. So. The more word we get out about the features that we really, really want, the more likely they may actually come out. Uh, Callow, one last question, sorry. Um, the Honor Among Thieves series is pretty cool. I've read through it. I haven't had a whole lot of time to read through the response. so That's why I'm asking you. How do you think the response has been for Honor Among Thieves? I'm a bit of a writer, and I write every now and then, and I've only just started writing a series based on Von Adil. Um, how would you say that the public has received it? Has it gotten good responses? Should I stop clogging bandwidth on the break radio and just go straight for FF Encyclopedia or what? All right, thanks very much. This has been uh, Davey Jones, the puppet master from the Shiva server, and I will catch you later.
1: Uh, in response to your uh, question about honor among Thieves, absolutely, the community has been uh, definitely welcomed me with open arms when uh, when I first signed up. Uh, since then, o- over the over the past couple of months, like like Donovan mentioned on our limit breaking news, uh, my I think one of my my blog is one of the most uh, viewed blogs over there. I'm almost up to 10k hits. Uh, as far as people responding though, uh, I have to give big shout outs to some major contributors: Nelia, Allison, uh, Lionx, Ayla, and uh, of course our very own LOL Bootstrap. Um, <laughs> they're 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 constantly there commenting. Uh, you know, tell me what they like, what they dislike. Um, I know there's a lot more people. read who don't comment as much uh which is fine it's it's more or less there for, for your entertainment but if you feel like it i really appreciate you guys telling me again what you like what you don't like uh, speculating about it. Uh, obviously, I already have things in plan, but uh, it's it's just awesome being able to see you guys thinking about what's going to happen, what you would like to happen. And uh, I've actually been told by several people that uh, Sale is by far their favorite character uh, out, out of us four hosts. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, For sure. so that was pretty cool. But, yeah, um, uh, if, you, if you have any type of blog thing, I would definitely take it to the uh, FFXcyclopedia's blog system. Uh, it's a really nice community over there. Yeah, they have
0: a very, very good blog system, a lot of customization options, and uh, just a, overall uh, a very uh, healthy uh, blog community over there. Um, now, uh, to, to talk about your uh, your question regarding the next expansion, Oh, come on. All right, guys. Now now everyone loves it when we speculate, so let's get some speculations out
2: there. Arjit, what do you want to see with the next expansion? It's just being able to travel everywhere that we are able to travel now. I mean it'd be awesome if not only the original areas could be included in there, but just everywhere in all the expansions. Like we'd be able to see the stuff from the past and all the and everywhere where we've been going. Absolutely. So,
0: uh, and in fact, actually, the the zone that I've been most intrigued about through the screenshots and through the uh, through the trailers has been uh, Saruman Champagne. You know, I've always been curious about what the ruins are out there, and 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 to see them, you know, as as they originally stood, is going to be very very cool. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I definitely uh, agree with you there, Arjun.
2: Yeah, I just I would really want to see like uh, what, um, like you said, the ruins in Sarum and Champagne, and also uh, Garlage uh, Citadel, like Absolutely. what that was used for. Like, yeah. so maybe we might be able to see like uh, what type of use Garlage Citadel was used for and then also um uh what's what's the dungeon where you get the papyrus from for g1 ld the, uh, yeah. the necropolis yes yeah just to see like also what uh the ld necropolis was like back then and then like any of the other dungeons i just think it would be awesome to see all these current areas in uh what they looked like in the past 20 years ago <laughs> As as Davy Jones says, a
0: brand new Van the Deal. Uh, Kala, what about you? What, what what would you like to see?
1: Ah, uh, well, uh, I'm definitely going to uh, go ahead and uh, show some of my true colors here. But I want more stuff for Thief. Oh, c- um, of no, come no. Well, come on, no. Uh, seriously, uh, people have heard me complain about it on the board, but you know these new abjurations came out. Thief can't use any of them. The only abjuration that thief can use is Hecatomb, and yeah, I know it's really good, but like I mean, Dragoon and Dark Knight and Warrior—they can use all these other ones. I want something new. From Sky, it's Hecatomb. From C, a torque and a weapon. That—that's my endgame stuff. I want more. And plus, I think it'd be really cool to see. Uh, I know it's a low-level place, but Saruta Baruta, back when all the magical towers were still functional and operating, people would go down into the ruins. Yeah, oh, yeah. down into the ruins. <laughs> I think it would be really awesome. But yeah, more stuff for Thief. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> th- th- thief only, too. None of this. LOL. Thief Bard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Blaze. What about you? Uh, what would you like to see? Honestly, I'd really like to see another tank class, or at least I don't know. If not another tank class, I'd like to see chocobo knights because I think they could pull that one off and make it really cool. Oh man, you stole mine! I'd
0: love, you oh. know, I, I want I- I even yes, even Ed. more than that, even more than that. I'd love to see chocobo combat. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. would
1: be awesome! awesome. That um. would
0: be. awesome. Awesome. I mean, come on. Now, now, uh, uh, on on one of the the uh, promo pieces for Wings of the Goddess, they have these great armored chocobos, and I want chocobo armor for Dunkel. That's what I want. <laughs>
3: I just think it would be so great to be in an EXP party and just see, like, one of your characters mounted on a chocobo and watch the thing kick the monster in the face. Oh, that would be so cool. Oh, That's man, that point, would
1: huh? be fun. I had, uh, I had one friend mention, too, um, that that they're getting really bored lately of of transportation methods, and if there'd be a way to spice them up, I think that we should have Sky Pirates attacking the airships. Ah, uh, kind of like
0: uh, the, the route between uh, Salbina and Mahura. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, pirates, dragons, whatever. I that think that'd be pretty cool. W-
0: that would be very, very interesting. Now, the question is, I don't know that much Vonadil history off the top of my head, but were airships around during the time of the Crystal War?
2: Uh, um, no, they weren't. It was actually the, uh, the, t- um, the Archduke and his brother who helped Sid. Get the technology to build the airships. Ah,
0: okay. So uh, now I think we're gonna have to see some new uh, travel methods, possibly in uh, in this brand new deal. In the past,
4: that's right. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. So
0: ma- who knows? Maybe. And uh, and who knows what kind of uh, what kind of role the the crags are gonna play? Uh, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those those might be uh, an even bigger deal, and especially oh, some of those uh, some of those uh, crag pieces, like uh, uh, the big spine that's going through. Through Mataphoid um, Mountains, and uh, you know a lot of these I, other areas, the you know Quifham and 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 uh, Dacofoltz Tower, and there's been a lot of focus on uh, castles of all baileys too in a lot of these screenshots. So uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be another zone that uh, that that's going to be focused
1: on. So I have a yeah, new I'm, zone. What? I have a new zone. All what? right. The Temple of Uglap. All right, because uh, if if you remember in Zillart, the uh, um, I believe it was the it was it was the Kulu that were punished and then transformed into uh, one of the Beastmen we know and love around uh, around Vana'diel. And so I, I want to see what the temple was 20 years ago. Ah, yeah. That's that's yeah, very interesting. Oh, so uh, a lot of
0: possibilities uh, with this new expansion and uh, definitely looking forward to all the information that we can get. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for this week. Uh, before we take off, I want to give a big shout out to Selfie Chan of our, uh, uh, of our message boards who has been making these fantastic episode banners. Now, there's going to be something new with episodes. Uh, you're going to start getting uh little pieces of artwork and you know it's not it's not anything huge but you know it's a it looks a little bit better on our on our page and uh so yeah uh check those out and uh, all of those are done by uh selfie so a big shout out to uh to selfie I want to apologize for the longer time on this episode. We had a lot to cover, and, uh, and you know, we, we went a little bit over our goal of an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, so some of you might have some trouble uh, burning this onto CD, and we apologize to you. Uh, but, uh, you know, we wanted to get everything. We wanted to cover everything. So uh, I think that just about wraps it up for this week. I'm a Nero. Keep listening.
2: And this is Kylo telling you to drink your Motile raid. Is it in you? And this is Arjit Lam, just uh, grinding my way to 75. Hopefully, I'll be there soon.
3: And this is TWC Blaze, bringing the LOL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Blaze, nice. Blaze, thank you for coming on the show and uh, and talking about the uh, the LOL job of Vana But you know what? After hearing you talk about it, it's not so LOL anymore. Awful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Kelly. I give you that.
1: Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadilla are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.